basis bringing you conversations that will you know hopefully by the time we finish this conversation you would have learned a thing or two or you would have been informed you know let's let's put it that way and um i am honored i say honored because you know it's very hard to get this man he's um he's a very 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 busy man and um today he's actually honored our invitation can i just say this interview should have taken place a few months back because we had an interview in the first um, season of the conversations with Uncle Charles. Uh, but I scheduled it to be on later on in the year. And by the time I went back to listen to the information, it was all out of completely out of date. So I'm like, Emmanuel, we need to do this. Well, I've given you a clue as to the person I'm about to speak to. Emmanuel Smith <laughs> is my guest. <laughs> good morning to you sir good morning good morning uncle good morning how how are you i'm doing well i mean in the midst of everything that's going on <laughs> yeah, I'm good, I'm first, good. first and foremost can i just apologize that we're having to do this twice but i think you know all things work together uh for for the good of those who love <laughs> the lord isn't it so definitely you know. definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm excited actually but it's, it's good to have you on the show I am excited that you you um, you've, you've given me audience again. You know, sometimes when you go to royalty, oh, um, it's, okay. it's, <laughs> so uh, how how's Emmanuel been? I mean, I know offline um, we were kind of talking about a few things, but how has Emmanuel been over the last? I think the last time we met was in Ghana, and that yeah. was way back in February. Yes, 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 yes. And before that, we met in Amsterdam. Yes, well. <laughs> yeah. But um, we haven't met since. No, we haven't met since um, Amsterdam, I believe. Um, Amsterdam was before Ghana. Oh, yeah, so. so yeah, we haven't met before. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. Ghana, yeah. So how are you? How are you, sir? Um, honestly, I think in this season, just even having a good mental state, it's it, it's crazy. But um, I would say that I've been up, I've been down, I've been in the middle. It's been like a roller coaster um, ride, and that's me being, you know, openly honest about how it's actually been. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a crazy time with everything that's going on. So you know, taking each day as it comes. So when you say it's been up, it's been down. What have been some of the ups and downs? Yeah, so um, let me start with the downs. And some of the downs have been, obviously, by God's grace. Um, for me, 2019 was such an exceptional year by God's grace for me, where I just, you know, had just come off The Voice UK um, and then was able to do a sold out show at the Indigo O2. So it's like the momentum was there. You're excited. And by God's grace, you know, February, 
you know, I was able to stand on the same stage and minister at Minister Dana Hamilton's um, yearly um, event in Ghana, which for me was also a great thing for me. So it's like, for me, um, I was like, wow, everything is just going crazy. I'd received my first invitation to Nigeria, all of this kind of stuff. And then COVID just came in and just basically dis- disrupted a lot of things. And uh, Wow, 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 wow. I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you. I mean... You know, I was talking about 2019. It was a phenomenal year for you, wasn't it? So on The Voice and you got selected by Will I Am. Yeah. And I, you know, that was that was <laughs> a moment. Let, let's go back to that time. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me, what was the feeling like? Okay, first of all, how did you get on, on The Voice? So um, for me, like any other singer, I watched The Voice on, on YouTube, on TV. And, you know, you just imagine yourself on that show. Um, so I tried in 2015, I got rejected, 2017, got rejected again. So I just got upset. I said, oh, maybe this is not for me, but um, God, if it's your will, then let it happen. So I think me just handing it over to God, the following year, they contacted me and wanted me to audition. So I did a few behind the scenes audition and um, I was even surprised when I got the call that you made it to the TV auditions. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, so I remember standing on that stage that night because um, it was a long night. I was part of the um, first session, but we finished like around 6 p.m. when we were there from 9 a.m. Um, so I was tired when I stood on that stage, but I was like, listen, this could go two ways, really well or really bad. So I stood on that stage and just began to sing my heart out. And um, at the end of the thing, I just closed my eyes and finished the last notes. And when I opened my eyes, all four of them, I turned around. So I was literally spoiled for choice. I mean, Jennifer Hudson, um, Oli Mers, Tom Jones, and uh, Will I Am. Um, but I had to, I had to go for Will I Am because he, he's just such a cool guy. And for me, his story um, from you know when he shared it when I was on the show, when he used to sleep on the floors with his family, and then being where he is now was encouraging to me. So it's one of the reasons why i picked him because i could relate with him so seeing someone on tv listening to their music and now being mentored by them was was honestly such a great feeling wow wow because i i remember watching it and um he kind of said your story resonated with him yeah yeah um because you know even when he bought a big house the whole family used to sleep together and stuff stuff like that (laughs) yeah 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 what do you think resonated with him? I mean, you, you shared a little bit of your story yeah. with, 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 you know, what, what exactly are you talking about? Um, for me, um, I believe that he saw the relationship, the love that I had for my mom. Um, anyone that knows me knows that I'm a mommy's boy. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that. And my mom has been a strong pillar in my life. So I remember coming to the, the UK, my mom was renting a small room in Peckham, South London. And um, so just one bed in the room and it was just me. I came in three weeks later, my mom gave birth to my sister. So it was the three of us on that, you know, bed in that small room with all our belongings in that room. So when I shared that story, it really, really, you know, resonated with him because then he remembered the struggles he went through with his family. So for me, I was sharing it in the sense of where I had began to where I was standing at that moment on that stage, you know, to kind of inspire people and show them that, listen, we all have a story from where we've come from and where we are standing now. Wow. Wow. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's an experience. I mean, you've, you've come a long way. You've come a long way. So, you know, being born in Ghana, coming here to join your mom and then going to school, that must, be, that, that must have been an experience. 
honestly, it was. You know, I was used to going to school in Ghana where you have to get a certain um, percentage of marks, otherwise you be you, you get whipped. <laughs> and you know the standard did, did you did, did you get whipped when you were in school oh yeah i mean the standard of that was like 75 percent. you have to get 75 percent, not below otherwise you get whipped so imagine coming here and realizing that oh i could get 40 percent and it's still a pass <laughs> so apparently it's all changed now you know corporal punishment has been outlawed and everything else wow so then that means so. these these lot right now the current generation are then having it easy because with us it wasn't even just that <laughs> the teacher could come into the class and say the class is noisy everyone heads on the table and just pile back <laughs> so i've been through all of that you're late for school you get whipped everything like the, I, I, I generally can say you couldn't have gone through the whole um, school education life without getting beaten at least once. Wow. 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 <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, where do I even start? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure when I was in school, it was even yeah. much harder than you. I mean, I, I went to a boarding school and it wasn't oh, just wow. the teachers who, who whipped you. <laughs> the seniors. Know, the seniors even who whipped you. Right. Yeah. So let me give you a scenario. So you wake up in the morning on on a Saturday morning, and um, the school I went to, we used to go. I don't know if you know Accra very well. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. But do you know do you know Atomic Junction? Yeah, um, around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Atomic Junction to Kwabenya, I can't remember how many miles it was, uh-huh. but we used to have to jog every, uh, like on some Saturday mornings from Atomic Junction to Kwabenya. It was wow. all very. There were no houses on the left or right. It was just one big road all the way down wow. and the seniors will be behind you and if you w- listen <laughs> if you're not running as fast as the rest of oh man you were in trouble and you know that was how things rolled you know it was uh, it was yeah. tough i feel that th- th- there's a certain of but i think there's a there's a, a worse example that i heard that's really ridiculous where a senior basically drew um a goat and grass on the board <laughs> and told the guy to make the goat eat the grass or he'll get beaten. So he the senior went out and by the time he came back there was nothing on the on the board. So he was like, I told you to make the goat eat the grass. And the guy said, Yeah, the goat has ate the grass and has gone. And left. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. But I mean, you know, some of the things that happened in those days, if yeah. those things happen now. Boy, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what would happen, but it's it's all good. I mean, you know, life life goes on. Um, things are advancing. Um, we, we thank we thank God for that. We thank God for that. But yes, you know. So coming back, um, how was school like? Uh, especially with with um, friends. How did you make friends? Yeah. Did you get bullied? Because I know a lot of people, and I was I, think I was talking to. Um, I think a couple of conversations back, I was talking to Muiwa. Yes, he was yes. talking about when he came from Nigeria mm-hmm. um, to study here and the amount of bullying, bullying that he went through, yeah. name calling. Did you experience any of that? Oh, of course I did. I mean, you you come you come straight from Ghana. You've got an accent. Um, <laughs> you're easily easy to pick out. You so, probably didn't have the fanciest haircut as well. Oh no, trust me. And I was wearing sandals. 
with no socks. Oh, wow, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember this, the, this was in secondary school. Oh yeah, this was secondary school. Well, and well, pe- people had Nikes in. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when my Adidas was five stripes. So you, <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> what, what was that? There was that Abibas or, <laughs> or, or Aminas. Adidas with with VAT, you know, <laughs> extra stripes. <laughs> well, that was Adidas on 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 steroids. <laughs> But yeah, honestly, I went through. Yeah, I went through a bit of bullying. Um, I remember. I still remember it to, to, to today. Um, one time, my friends asked me, "Oh, so how are you getting home?" And I said, "I'm going through the park." They were like, "What? Through the park? Is through the park? Through the park? Not through the park?" I mean, everything you said was picked on. Um, oh, so for me, it, it was good in the sense that it toughened you up. Um, because I went to a school that was predominantly Asian as well. We just have had about fifteen black people about 10 wow. people so i had a bit of racism there um as well and uh, but i'm someone that those times i was very kind of jovial and everything so i'd never really let it get to me okay yeah okay, yeah. okay. oh wow that's that that's that's amazing you know what? I, I keep saying wow 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 because <laughs> the reason why i keep saying wow i mean yeah. i don't normally do that but you know some of the stuff that you're talking about it's it's um uh it's it's kind of enlightening you know because sometimes you 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 see people and um you know they've got their swag going on so you have um, going about their business and you have no idea what what you know these people have have been through it must be quite difficult going back home um to your mom and your sister sharing one room yeah honestly it was uncle because um i would go home and because those times i was an asylum seeker so we didn't have our papers so my mom was working nights um doing a cleaning job so basically what we'll do is she'll leave home at nine so imagine i get home like five and then i was doing a cleaning job as well i was cleaning william hill so i'll basically go in there i have to clean the floors i have to clean you emmanuel smith yes clean cleaning a betting shop yes yes i was okay carry on (laughs) so yeah i would go in there make sure i turn the alarm off take the newspapers down do clean the toilets do all of that um i was doing it for four years consecutively um for basically monday to sunday because you know betting shops are open seven days a week so was that a key job then because you used to yes. have what, yes. what's called key jobs where it was key you, job, you, yeah. you had a, you had the liberty of going in as and when yes so yeah it basically so long as they're closed i could go in um so i had that key job i had two um William Hills that I was cleaning all in Dulwich, um, South London. So, so anyone who works at Dulwich, <laughs> this man used to be your cleaner. Yes, actually yes, <laughs> he was the cleaner. Um, Dulwich and, uh, William Hill. Yeah, Dulwich William Hill. There were two William Hills um, not too far apart um, that I was cleaning. Um, and yeah, so I would do that, get home, and then my mom can then leave my sister with me and then go to work so that was my life until i started uni so even in college i was still doing this and i was earning um 140 pounds a month for for doing this every day what yes i mean you, that's, you, that's less than minimum wage. oh yeah, yeah i mean you're not you're, you don't have your papers so you can't really you know complain yeah so i went you, through all you, of that. you know what you, you know that's something that you know sometimes when um we have things all going on you know everything is on point we never stop to think about what people around us might be going through oh yeah oh yeah and and that can be a hard life you know people have to sometimes wake up very early to to um 
to go clean somebody's office or to go clean somebody's house or clean somebody's shop before everybody else comes in and then when everybody's left and they've all the mess you go clean up after them and you get paid next to nothing literally literally and yeah, so yeah. you know we never know what people around us are going through and, and that's what i say sometimes you meet people you just have to be nice to them uncle that's why i posted you know we, on one of my posts that it doesn't hurt to be nice it doesn't hurt to show love you know because you have no idea people see me now and have no idea what i was doing i was cleaning toilets doing all of those things and i, I still couldn't afford the things that my friends were buying so sometimes they will buy trainers they'll wear it for like a month or two and then i'll buy it off them wow wow because i mean you know uh, uh, back home we used to call that force so you used oh, yeah, to buy yeah, yeah. force shoes in london man that is that is a story that you do have a story to tell but i think do you think this was all sort of character building for you um honestly yeah because i i feel like when when then you get blessed you you do appreciate it because you know mm. where you're from you know what mm. you've been through. um and sometimes we live in a time where it hurts when people think that you've had it easy without not knowing your story because yeah. these were sacrifices i had to make i couldn't go and play around with my friends most of the time because i had to go and do a cleaning job and how do you turn around and say to your friends how I'm a old cleaner. were you how old were you so i was like 15 when i was wow. doing this yeah. wow because that income was necessary you needed that income oh yeah yeah but I probably needed. not just for yourself but you know did the family rely on that income as well of course because you know i, I didn't want to be a burden to my mom and you mm. know that mm. she's earning to also be you know so i had to at least earn something so that she could you know have the relief of not having to fend for me all the time but Emmanuel, i mean saying that you could have easily gone the other way because oh, you know, yeah. there have been stories of very young people who, as a result of of the conditions at home, were like, you know, I need to do something to help my family. And they would either get into, you know, selling drugs or doing things that, you know, um, are not very palatable to society. How come, Emmanuel, did you ever get involved in stuff like that? Um, honestly, I feel like I could have easily done because them, those times I lived in Peckham and anyone that knows about Peckham in those times, you know that mm -hmm. it was a area. And I had some friends who were, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But for me, from a very young age, since I was very young that I can remember, I've always known that I was called into ministry. So there's something that was always stopping me. Like even for secondary school, there was a school in Peckham called Academy at Peckham. And it, it had a, a, a bad reputation at that time. And I tried to um, enroll there, but for some reason, all the classes were full. So that's how I ended up in the secondary school I went to in Allgate, where it was predominantly Asian. So sometimes when I look back over my life, I'm like, if I had ended up in that other secondary school, my life probably could have been different. So God, in some way, you know, not every rejection that you receive or disappointment you receive is actually from the enemy. Sometimes it's because of the path that God wants you to go on. He closes certain doors so that you, you know, you don't go into certain areas. So yeah, I could have easily um, been one of those people trying to do things to make money. But um, I just, <laughs> I guess I went, I had to go the right way, even though it was a struggle. I mean, <sighs> I'm just thinking, what was it that kept you on the straight and narrow? Because, you know, the story yeah. you've just told us or, you know, what you've just narrated, there are people who were in very 
I would say, Christian families. Yeah, yeah. Very religious, if, if you want to put it that way. But yet still, the hassle was so real that they're like, you know what? Let me just check this out the window. At the end of the day, everybody's wearing their latest Nikes. Everybody's wearing their latest um, track suits. Everybody's yeah. driving the fanciest cars. I want to be like them, you know, because I'm fed up with this life. What was it that kept you on the street and narrow? Um, I think. I, mean, to, I know you've, you've mentioned the fact that, you know, you always had that in ministry. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, still, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I'm not going to lie. I've always been kind of an introvert. Um, so I'm always scared sometimes to get into, you know, the road. My mom always warned me, listen, if the police ever catch you, you know, they're taking you straight back to Ghana. So I was, I mean, this was my opportunity to be in the UK. I wasn't ready to miss anything for that. So as much as I was tempted in ways to be a part of a gang, I'm not going to lie. I'm too scared. I've never been in a confrontation in terms of fighting. So I'm too scared to get some marks on, you know, that time I thought I was a pretty boy, pretty face. Um, and that in itself, as, as small as it may seem, is what kept me on the straight and narrow because I was always, I remember clearly there was a time my friends went to beat up someone and uh, we got chased by the police. And that was one horrible experience. And it's God that literally saved me in that time. Like the police ran past me as if I wasn't even there. So those mm, times that, I looked that, at that. That. Was, that, was, that was the Holy Ghost at work. Honestly, you know? because if they had caught me that time, I'm, listen, I'm like I said, I'm a scared guy. I would have been the snitch. I would have snitched on all of them just to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just thank God that <laughs> I wasn't caught that time. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but let's let's fast forward. Let's fast forward. Music. Yes. Where, where, did, where did music come into all of this? Okay, um, so for me, I've always loved music. Uh, music has, has been in my family. Um, but I never, it was a hobby to me. It was a, it was a hobby. Um, I always say this, my proper first um, praise and worship um, time that I started singing in church properly was when the praise and worship team were late and uh, they were looking for someone to do it. And the guy who plays the piano, I would stand next to him and trying to learn how to play the piano. So I would sing along whilst they were you know, doing praise and worship. So for some reason, he's like, oh, let this boy do it. And this was when I was 18. And uh, so they allowed me to lead it. I don't even know, like, what gave me that confidence. I just stood there, sang, and it was amazing. People were dancing, people were crying, all of that kind of stuff. And that's where it really kind of began for me. And uh, yeah, I've not looked back since then by God's grace. And this was around 2008. Um, when when you got into music, did you have any influences? Were they were there any sort of people that you looked up to? Yeah, uh, whose yeah. style influenced your style? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about anyone, but in two thousand and eight times, the person that you want to be like is Sonny Badu. You want to sing like him, you know? I'll I'll do all the things he he does you know those times open the floodgates uh, in abundance typical sunny things yeah 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 uh, sunny if you're listening <laughs> well you know where, uh, what you've done in emmanuel's life <laughs> you, you know but yeah. uh, you know what what sunny did then i mean let's let's you know let's let's pay homage and used to where, where where it's due what sonny did was um he, he he opened the floodgates you know to um a lot of the stuff that we see here and i think he was bold enough to take african gospel music forward 
honestly he he like he he's still an inspiration because i feel like the things that he did like you said we have to give credit to where credit is due um i always say this even till today he's one of the people that his stage performance his stage presence is ridiculously amazing like, uh-huh. so he's been doing this and for me he for a lot of us youths he was someone to look up to in terms of like you said taking african music to levels and he would do concerts and pack out the place and all of that so if people look at my story and even what i've done in the music you can see that i'm someone that has a similar mindset in trying to do things out of the box oh so so what's that mindset so that mindset is literally um not being afraid to step out not being afraid to be unique and different um not giving up i'm sure he's been through stuff you know i used to watch his testimonies like no tomorrow um he's been through stuff and for me it's it's just having that mindset that for me i always said that i'm not going to come to the uk or i'm not going to come to this world and just die without no one knowing who i was i'm gonna make sure that the gift that god gave to me the world gets to experience it and that's i believe the mindset that he probably has as well um is that the kind of mindset that informed your decision to actually do the o2 um yes honestly it it, it was it was because i I'm not just satisfied with just doing things in the four corners of the church as people saw me go on the voice. I, I always want to take the gospel to people that I believe have not experienced it and or have not, you know, I just want to be able to give hope through the gift God has given to me. So the O2 for me, um, it wasn't just about making history. It was about doing something for us believers to also know that these places are there for us to really take and also um, be of influence. Let the world know that we're here. For somebody who hadn't actually, you you hadn't had the headline event. Yeah. I mean, most people would have said, okay, you know, let me go for <laughs> kind of an average uh, venue. Yeah, yeah. But you went boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a crazy believer when it comes to that. I have some crazy faith when it comes to things like that. Was that faith or, you know, was, was that? challenging god or 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 just being daring you know i'll say this i think there's a word that probably no one would expect me to use and i'll say naivety in in the sense of you know children are naive and the bible tells us to be as children so i was naive enough at the beginning to believe it can be done and I, i thank god for that having that naivety that yeah it can be done i had the childlike faith that it can Uh, yeah that's the exact phrase i was going to use yeah you know that naivety is usually used in, in a negative way but i'm trying to use it in a positive way because you don't consider all that you know as an adult you you, you consider okay it's all the risks and yes all of that but i didn't think about all of those things had i known what the um end goal and the price would have been i would have said nah forget this i'm not doing this but in doing it it was challenging and i remember at that time someone sent me a clip of what um, mike todd was preaching he was going through a season of talking about faith where something is now called faith but at the beginning was called crazy so i could relate with that that it sounded crazy when i first announced i'm gonna do the o2 because everyone was thinking one you don't have an album to um like you said you know you you start from somewhere doing a headline show you just want to go just big like that and um for me that's <laughs> that's the kind of mindset I have when it comes to things like that. Do you think Christians sometimes are a bit too cautious or is that being, you know, presumptuous? Um, 
uh, for me, I believe there needs to be a balance. But I feel like most of the time, we, um, some of us Christians, not to generalize, some of us Christians are on the other spectrum of, oh, I'm just waiting for God. I'm just waiting for God. I'm waiting for God. But we need to also understand that Christ has done his work. He's sitting down. It's our turn now. So, you know, as much as you consult, you obviously are consulting my spiritual leader, um, Pastor Joseph Amy from my church, my pastor, spoke with the people around me. So have that counsel. Um, but at the same time, believe in the vision to the point when you know and you know and you know. Because some of us can think that we know in the minute some people say some things that may put us off, we actually give it up. But for me, even when the O2 threatened that other people wanted that same date and we had to pay the money, otherwise we can't have that date. And my friends were like, okay, let's change the date. I was like, nope, we're sticking to that date and we're going to get that date. Wow. I mean, if, if you've just tuned in, uh, can I just say a very big thank you to you for tuning in? I'm in conversation now with Emmanuel Smith. We remember Emmanuel, uh, praise and worship leader. Uh, do you still find... It's strange. I mean, of all the experiences that you've had in, yeah. in, in music, that people still refer to you as a praise and worship leader, or would you rather be referred to just as an artist? Um, I love both. I, I literally love, I think um, it's going on the voice that kind of helped me to um, embrace my artist side because I've always seen myself as a praise and worship leader. So, I mean, still going to my local church and leading praise and worship and, you know, being treated as Emmanuel, not Emmanuel, you know. It's only recently that my pastor started calling me um, Lion. That <laughs> what's, what's the reason behind that? So, obviously, um, the Lion kind of, tag came from um well i am on the on the voice when uh during the knockouts he said um the person i'm gonna put through is the lion named emmanuel smith so that's where that kind of tag um came and obviously i i don't know i was asking about pastor apart from that tag is it just because i have a big afro and a big beard which looks like a lion anyway um yeah <laughs> so should we call you Manuel Lion Smith? We'll, we'll, we'll um, add that to your middle name. I think oh, shall, shall we pass for now? Yeah, we should pass for now because I think copyright issues. We know that I guess I, I, I guess it's a lion. Yeah, I guess it's a uh, lion. The guy. So maybe me and him the, can can talk uh, negotiate. Yeah, negotiate yeah, yeah he that. can be the African lion. I can be the um, yeah, European lion. Global. <laughs> I have a funny feeling the European lion might not fly too much. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Lions actually live in Africa. They live in the wild. Uh, in Europe, the lion will freeze. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll run away. You know? man. <laughs> but uh, throughout your, your ministry, has there been a time when you've had to question your yourself about what you're doing like you know you've got friends probably who work in finance friends yeah. who work in all kinds of industries and has there ever been a time when you're like Emmanuel what am I doing um honestly I think that that's like almost every month I <laughs> question myself um, especially during corona oh, as well. trust me trust me uh, because you know with what I'm in um I do full-time ministry there's not um a thing where you know exactly how much is coming in a month financially um so it's 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 uh yeah it can be a bit like oh wow god what's gonna happen um and god has been faithful you know looking after me through all these times but yeah there are times where you look at other people in finance and other jobs and all of that and i'm seeing you know they're getting married they're doing this they're doing that and you're like god like what's going on what about me um but you know we just have to realize that our assignments are different and you know god's time is different from the world's time so 
when I look at people like the Joe Metals, the Travis Greens, um, the Sonys, all of these people, um, the Diana Hamiltons, obviously, I know she's obviously um, has a job as well, but um, it's, it's encouraging to see that people are actually doing what they're doing um, in, you know, the path I'm on and, and, and still, you know, benefiting from um, what we see anyway. If that, but, uh, but as an artist, yeah. you must have a certain level of faith to be able to do that you know of course i always say to people like this this assignment don't just do it because you think that oh it looks good or listen it's by revelation and it's by being chosen you know i remember there was a time i was saying to a man of god oh, i believe i'm called he said listen being called is not enough you have to be chosen that's why the bible says many are called but few are chosen so you have to really know you're chosen for this for you to do it otherwise it's easy to give up you know times when you've gone to a program you're not paid and you're told god bless you and you drive home and your car breaks down on the motorway and Emmanuel Smith is in the middle of the night, you know, 1 a.m. pushing his car on the motorway, you know. Is, are, is that something that's actually happened to you or are you, is it a story that someone told you? Oh, no, no, no. It's actually happened to me. I was pushing my car. My <laughs> share, share that. Share, share that with us. <laughs> so basically, I went to an event. And, uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I went to an event and uh, obviously it was for a friend. So there was no kind of payment kind of thing. And uh, pro bono, pro bono, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those meat pie, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, god keep, keep up, drumstick, super malt thing. I call it the God bless you pack, you can never go around with um, the, the jollof rice, um, yeah. in, in, a, in a takeaway container. Yeah. Um, they usually the one drumstick, there's um, I, I don't know, and then they usually put um, plastic fork. <laughs> <laughs> wrapped, wrapped wrapped in tissue yeah. paper yeah and yeah. and then they tie that with a rubber band <laughs> uncle you have you've definitely received some i've been i've been around artists for too long man oh my gosh yeah honestly so at least that one i think we received that it was just literally nothing you know and it, it was, that, that was a god bless you yeah, yeah that was a, definitely uh, full-on full-time god bless you <laughs> <laughs> and, and then what happened <laughs> so the event village lay around 10 10 30 so there was a lot of musician ozzy and i gave him a, i decided to give him a lift imagine and and as we're driving on the motorway i see the petrol gauge really going down and, and that's I, when your your faith kicks in honestly and i'm like listen at least god please let me let like if i was probably driving home i probably would have made it home it's the fact that i decided to give this guy a lift to be nice and <laughs> give him a lift and literally as we're going you extended your mileage the car just stopped oh man i slowed down on the motorway and i don't know about anyone but literally on the motorway from one place to let's say the exit would say oh two minutes but that's driving at 70 miles per hour two minutes so when the car broke down and it was two minutes from the exit I realized that two minutes by driving is not the same as two minutes. Two by minutes walking. by walking, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so not. honestly, um, I just started to because cars are driving fast, you can't really stop anyone. So I started to try and push it, and I was pushing, pushing. We, we were calling friends, calling people. So it was around one a.m. that Ozzy's dad was able to get up and buy petrol and meet us. Uh, it was just a, a long night honestly and um yeah it was one of the for me <laughs> worst nights i had yeah 
so you know if you're if you're listening to this and you're an up-and-coming musician and you see Emmanuel Smith you want to be like an Emmanuel Smith or any other musician know that it comes with some um, serious uh, what's what's the word to use Emmanuel help me out here <laughs> some, some some sacrifices, some oh, trials yeah. and tribulations. Because yeah. 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 I think sometimes that's what people don't actually know is yeah. what people have to go through before their names become household names. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. I've known of artists who would literally, mm-hmm. and 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 an artist once told me this story. So he went to minister yeah. um, in a very well-known church. So the you know pastor or the PA called and said, Pastor said, you need to come with your band, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, he, you know, he put together a full outfit. Wow. They went to minister mightily. Um, God moved at the service. And afterwards they said, Pastor would like to see you in the office. So he went to pastor's office. Altogether, when he put the band together, it cost him something in the region of about 800 pounds. Yeah. Wow. So pastor gives him a, an envelope and he's thinking, in fact, he actually proposed to the pastor that can I come with um, sort of like a cut down band? Pastor yeah, is yeah. like, no, 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 no. I want your full set, you know. So hey, bro goes out with a full set. <laughs> then pastor gives him an envelope. So think about this, right? It's cost him eight hundred pounds to put the band together. Forget about his travel, petrol, mm-hmm. and everything else. He goes, he sits in his car. So he tells the guys, now, so this is what he had done. Obviously, you know, our musicians don't muck about. Of course, they don't play about. <laughs> so so he, he had actually gone and taken money himself, mm-hmm. paid cash to the musicians, settled them. Wow. Um, so he sat in the car with his wife and obviously um, wives are usually the accountants. Yeah. Um, so wife opens the envelope and she's quiet. Then, you know, dude thinks something is not right here. What's going on, honey? So, <laughs> I, I think without not, you mentioning the name of the minister or artist, I kind of figure out who it might be. He's <laughs> like, you're not going to believe this. He's like, okay, what's going on here? He goes, we got a check of 150 pounds. Oh my gosh. Doesn't even cover oh my lord no you know (laughs) no what do you do in such a situation because obviously you want to maintain a relationship uh you don't want to question the (laughs) you're being a bit diplomatic honestly honestly this 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 is crazy it's happened to me before that i'm not even gonna lie um and it's a thing where you know the world will say you take an l so you basically just (laughs) have to just take it as that and um, I, rem- I, was, I remember one, I'm not going to mention the country. I was invited to a place. This was when I first started traveling. And I was like, oh, wow, my first travel. I get there and I sh- had to share a bed with someone. I think, you know, I, I, and I hope as we're, we're, we're talking about some of these things, um, hopefully um, churches, promoters might hear some of these things and, yeah. and, 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 and I don't know, maybe take, um, I, I don't want to say lessons, we're not teaching people here, but at least, you know, draw people's attention to some of the things. I, I've had a similar story told to me by an artist as well <laughs> who went to um an event somewhere in Europe. Yeah. I'll not mention the country. Yeah. And it was a big event. A lot of artists from different countries had arrived. Yeah. And they were literally sleeping in the promoter's living room. Oh, come on. 
Yeah, it's happened to me. Yeah, men and women all sleeping in the living room. And come on, these guys, these are all, uh, I would say, people who are not used to the weather. The, it, and it was terrible. It was terrible. And I think, you know, but anyway, that's not the point of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe people might, might take a note from this, but I, I think, I, I think we need to, we need to um, learn from some of these things. And, and now, uh, I've been in a few conversations where the topic has been about collaborations. Yeah. Yeah. Especially gospel musicians and secular musicians yes. collaborating. You've had uh, some kind of exposure yeah. in the secular world, because obviously yeah. having gone into the voice, uh, it wasn't everybody who was a person of faith. Yes, yes, yes. And sometimes you're required to do some songs which you might not necessarily classify as, as songs of faith. Yeah. Which yeah. then exposes you into that arena. Yes, yes. What do you say about artists secular artists and gospel artists collaborating on projects um for me um i'm not gonna lie i've always kind of desired to feature stormzy or a cheering um in the future um so when it comes to collaborating with secular artists um obviously i know this you know people bring out scripture of light and darkness do not mix and everything but for me it's about where the person is and where they're going um i can't you know go and do what they're doing but we also have to understand that let's be real technically there are some people who follow them that when we do a song with them they will get to hear our gospel mm. and mm. obviously someone will also say yeah but then on our side um when we do something with them people also know them on our side but let's look at it. the fishes which where are the more fishes to win and that's me being, you know, for me, realistically, I'm saying how it is. But for me, if I'm going to get on a song with a secular artist, it the song definitely cannot be something that compromises my faith. Um, so unless they are willing to do that, like I went on The Voice and was not willing to compromise, um, for me, I don't see too much of uh, something wrong with that. There's a balance. Every, with everything in life, there's a balance. Jesus spent time with the tax collectors, all of that. We are there to influence them. So unless you believe you're strong enough for that field, because not everyone can do that kind of stuff. And you have to be ready and willing to take what people are going to say. I remember MOG did a track with Sack, Sakodia, and um, he, he received a few backlash. But, you know, sometimes these things let people need to discern is this a move of god or is this not because sometimes it's also a thing of our personal feelings towards something rather than you can bring the scripture and say oh light does not mix with darkness but yet the bible also says go out into the world and make disciples so relationships because when i'm doing a track with someone it's usually also about relationship right Right, 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 right. Uh, I, I see. I see where you're coming from. So, um, if I, I'm sort of deciphering what you're saying correctly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's about what position you're in or what yeah. state you're in at that time, and then the other person is in as well. Do you kind of agree on on a few things? So yeah. it, it's not it's not about being drawn into what that person believes in. You yeah. think it's you're drawing them to your side rather. Yeah, for me, it's about relationship. And for us, even, you know, this is my thing. 
the conversation has to start from somewhere if it's just strictly business then obviously then that should show you that it's not ministry based it's just business mm. you just mm. want to do it because of business but not everyone that does something with a secular artist is just because of business maybe I may go somewhere and minister and someone like Stormzy will see me which has happened before and will see me and say wow I just love your spirit I would love to get on the track with you there's conversations that mm. go on before mm. that is done rather okay. than me going and say oh, let me i want to do cyber stones so let me go through his management. So there's this there's a more personal element to all of this then yes yes there has to be there has to be a personal element to it i can't just do something with someone without knowing who they are and even what they stand for because we also cannot be deceived by what we see outside you don't know um listen some people will be surprised to know that well i am actually has a what um a group um prayer um whatsapp group on his phone with his team um and i don't want to mention everyone's name but he showed it to us and they literally share scriptures every morning but it doesn't surprise me because i know of a very well-known uk artist who used to work with um um kylie minogue Wow, wow. Uh, was was in Kylie Kylie Minogue's team for a very long time, mm-hmm. and because that person was part of the team, apparently before every time before they go on 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 stage, yeah, um, they would put all of them together, and she would lead a session of prayer. Wow, and we're talking Kylie Minogue here. This is crazy, but. Yeah, well, sometimes I think you know. Um, well, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we can talk about this and talk about it forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk about it forever. I mean, maybe one day we will come back, get a few people together, so we can actually it's look true. into this so um, a, a lot more. Divided opinion yeah. about this, so yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely need to. Maybe we we need to we need to do that. So five years from now, where yes. do you see Manuel? Um, I always say this and it's funny, but um, I see Valor where God wants me to be. Because um, the Bible says a man can plan his ways, but God is the one that directs. In my ideal world, I would love to be touring around the world and Corona would be gone by then. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, this time next year, we are Corona free. Amen, right? it's, amen, it's a declaration. Amen, it's a declaration. Amen. I'm Come declaring that. First night, we are very Corona. <laughs> and, and I, I was saying 31st night, we should actually, when we're going to 1st first, first of January, yeah. the date should be 1st of January 2020. Oh yeah, yeah. This year doesn't count. <laughs> this year doesn't count. You know, it's, it was a bonus year. Yeah, so for us, if, we if, our birthdays it's, it's anybody who celebrated a birthday this year next year you repeat the same birthday <laughs> this year doesn't count at all. yeah so um yeah. I, I want to be able to also have um a school an academy where i'm training people um in being worship leaders being artists being just being impacting people inspiring people with my story and everything so yeah that's that's what i want to do is there mrs smith around the corner um, five years you, from you now. You didn't see this one coming. <laughs> uh, well, five years from now, I'm not going to run away from it, but five years from now, definitely, there will be a, a Mrs. Smith by God's grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, within, within five years. Within not, five years. Not, not at five years. Within five years. No pressure, man. <laughs> no, no, no pressure. No, no pressure. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Bible Bible makes it clear mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not for everyone. So even if you had told me it wasn't oh, for you. For me, and, yeah. Uncle, yeah, it's yeah. for me, pa. For, you see, people need to understand. That for me, pa. Listen, guys, those, those people listening and you don't really understand when somebody say, pa. Uh, extremely, pa, uh, pa means it's extremely 
necessary. <laughs> extremely, extremely necessary. Why is why is it so necessary? Um, obviously, apart from the physicalities, as okay. the personalities, the Bible says there's a favor that I can never obtain until I find a wife, and I want that favor. So yeah. Wow. Okay. So I mean, you know, apart from, I mean, be, being a young guy, yes. right? Uh, you've got a bit of swag, you know, your beard and all of that stuff. Yeah. How, how difficult is it as a, a single young artist? Um, it, it's it's quite it's quite difficult. I'm not that one. I think everyone knows it without even me trying to sugarcoat it. It is, you know, especially when you travel around, you see all kinds of God's creation. Um, to, to put it politically correct, and uh, yeah, you, you you get tempted. You 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 sometimes you just uh, you want to lose your you like God. Let me just be free and do what I want. But you know sometimes you also have to weigh what your your you know what you could what you stand what you stand to lose. Yes, you stand to lose. Um, and uh, that's what keep because let me tell you this: it doesn't matter how spiritual anyone is. We all get tempted, but you have to count your cost and know is this really worth it mm. you know so yeah mm. that's what keeps some of us going yeah uh, so well if you're you know anyone who's listening always keep these guys in your prayers i mean it's not just you know the young men it's, it's the young ladies as well it's it's i mean we live in a world now where I, I i i tell you what i said when i was growing up right i mean i grew up in ghana and when we were growing up we only had one um it was two uh, radio stations yeah. gbc1 gbc2 yeah. And we only had one TV channel. That wow. channel that channel came on, I think it was, is it five or six o'clock? And by 10 o'clock, we were done. <laughs> wow. Now, how many channels do we have now? Oh, gosh. <laughs> how many radio, radio, radio stations do we have playing all kinds of music? So, you know, life for this generation, in as much as we've advanced scientifically, can be a bit harder because the distractions are a lot more. Would you, would you agree with that? I definitely agree. I mean, you're, you're talking about even the TV t- channels and, and and radio we're not even talking about the tablets and you know internet stuff. on phones yeah. and and stuff like that it's crazy it's, it's crazy it's crazy listen Imano, you've you've worked on or you're working on a project at the moment yes. um, do you want do you want to tell us about the project as well yeah so um currently um i i have a single that's um coming out or will be out by the time we add this um called so good and the so good just came out from a a place of you know with looking at everything that's happening now in our times with this virus people dying so much going on in nigeria all of these things happening it's it's a thing where you know the bible says but count your blessings and name them one by one and it will surprise you to see how good the lord has been and that's what the song literally says there's parts in the lyrics that said that when i woke up today i felt so down but you know what this time i'm just gonna you know pray and just ask God to help me. And in that moment is when I felt his love and he just, I just started to count my blessings. So God, you've been good. So that's what the song is literally about. And um, I pray that people will be blessed by it. And uh, yeah. You know what? Um, And this is to everyone who's listening to this show. If you're good and you're listening to the very end of the show, I might just play that song for you. (laughs) I might just play that song for you. So please um, stay till the very end. End. Um, apart from working on this, is there anything else that we should look out for in the horizon? Let's let's not even think about twenty twenty. Let's start now. Start talking yeah. about twenty twenty one. Yes. Um, for me, obviously, the O two um, again is something on the cards by God's grace. Um, 
and just more music, more material, and uh, yeah, more tours, more traveling um, on the horizon by God's grace. Um, I'll be traveling to Brazil for the first time. Um, oh, wow. so people in Brazil, um, if you're listening to this, just know that Imam Smith will be in your country extremely soon by God's grace. Yeah. So you have a packed few months, years ahead. You know, you're, you're looking at um, an album, yeah. uh, O2 concert, yeah. uh, probably something in London. Well, O2 is in London, isn't it? <laughs> um, Brazil. Yeah. Um, there's possibly Mrs. Smith yes. in the pipeline, which is very, very important. Like you said, pa, <laughs> pa. Pa. So, you know, that, that is, um, I, I'm just going to get my suit ready. I tell you what, this year, right, there were a few weddings that I could not attend. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, as, as, as we say, my local, um, kind of, um, local slang, yeah. I'll, put, I'll put my lass on your wedding. <laughs> you know, cause yeah, there was, so just with the suits, you know, just bog them up all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. You pay, you pay for, you, you pay for other people, you pay for other people's weddings. And you, and you know that most of the time people's weddings, they get, a change of clothes but for this one because of all the weddings you missed you get you change clothes I would, I would I would change the clothes I'm telling you I would change the clothes but when it gets to the time when you're taking pictures with the missus I actually ask you to stand aside and <laughs> I, I'm telling you because you know I was looking forward to attending a few weddings and uh, you know I had to watch them on zoom and I'm like what is going on what is going on but um, hey where we're, 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 we're at listen Emmanuel it's been amazing having this conversation with you it's been um it's been an awesome time thank you very much for doing this again and um uh, do you have a date for that release yet yes i do so thank you so much for having me um so this the song will be coming out on the 26th of october um and uh the video visuals will be coming out on the 1st of november so yeah Emmanuel, thank you very, 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 very much. Um, I know you're a very busy man. Um, my apologies uh, for not airing the first interview, but I just thought we had to bring things a bit into the now because, you know, after so many months, I, I didn't think we were going to be locked down for this no long. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Um, but this thing has actually knocked the whole year out of our lives. Um, but God is good. God yeah. is good, you know. Um, so can I say a big thank you again? But how can people link up with you? So, yeah, um, on my social media, everything is Emmanuel Smith, E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L-S-M-I-T-H. I always say you can't miss the afro and the beard. That's like the signature. On YouTube, it's Emmanuel Smith, same thing. And, uh, yeah, just get following, get sharing, get liking, and get to know Emmanuel Smith. And remind people of your new single again. My new single is called So Good. You had the man. It's been amazing um, talking to him. Um, we've had a beautiful time here. And um, I'm just going to play that song. I spoke to Emmanuel. He's been very kind. Um, he's, he's released that track for us. And for staying, I told you, I promise you, uh, for staying with me, this is Emmanuel Smith's brand new single, So Good. Emmanuel, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Uncle. Uh, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure um, talking to you. Always a pleasure. When I woke up today, I felt so down. So down. So down. And I can't believe I always feel this way. So bad. I 
always feel this way But this morning I'm just gonna pray Dear Father, hear my cry And that's the moment, that's the moment I felt the Father's love, oh, His love for me Let me 